Hey friends and fam, it's John and this is Jmart Cast, your destination for Monday morning insight about physical and financial health. So, as you can tell, it's not Monday morning because I'm recording this Wednesday evening. I've had a bit of a rough week, so Sunday evening before I was uh home to uh record the podcast, which is what I normally do, uh just about before leaving my um in-laws place, hey, we realized that uh the car had a flat tire. So did my first tire change ever, uh, had some help from my father-in-law and like a random dude that just saw what was happening and came out and started helping. So that was exciting. Had to take, you know, no highways with the spare tire getting home. So took forever to get home, was tired, fell asleep. Next day, we're doing some renos in our kitchen. So I had to uh, remove the kitchen floor tile, clean all that up, helping like the main guy, the main contractor who's doing it. But I had to do a lot of heavy lifting, was pretty exhausted by the end of the day. Again, did not record anything that day. And then yesterday I went to jujitsu and I hadn't been in over a week. So that completely exhausted me, fell asleep early again, didn't record. And finally today, the kids are out of the house. I have some free time. I can do the podcast two or three days late. Sorry about that, but at least I still got it out, so that's got to be worth something. <laughs> I've been staying fairly consistent doing this stupid podcast once a week, and I appreciate everybody who's listening in. You guys are gems, and gals and guys, um, all are welcome, and you're also welcome to message me, let me know you listen and you enjoy the show, or if you don't, let me know that too, and let me know how I can make it better, but... In order to reach out, you can send an email to jmartfit at substack.com or you can reach out on social media, Instagram, Facebook, at jmartfit, either one. I'm also on Noster. I'll put that in the description. You can find that. But yeah, just want to connect and have a conversation about health, whether it be physical or financial. Speaking of uh, physical health, an important part of physical health is also mental health. I think people separate that, but really... Your body and your mind are part of the same thing. And one thing to improve mental health for me personally, and I think this applies to many males, many men, is it's really good for your mental health when you have a group of guys who you um, kind of belong with and you can go out and have your own solo guy time with these people. Uh, it makes a big difference for me. That's what I did last weekend. I got to spend some time with really uh, um, some of my best friends and you know, we went to a cottage, did a lot of fun things, had a bunch of beer. Also, we had access to like water. So I did some water sports as well. It was a great time. And I feel like totally rejuvenated after that weekend experience. And it's just, it's an important part of recovery. Recovery is uh, an important part of health in general, making sure that you're getting the rest and relaxation for growth and repair. And I think this is an important component is spending time valuable quality time with with friends and as a guy especially with guy friends only perhaps in the modern times this seems like an old thing to separate guys and girls but i think it really makes a difference because you can just relax and be a little bit more disorderly uh at a level that is just unacceptable when there are girls around but everyone was fine nobody got hurt so it's all kosher all right, going to keep it short this week. That's the physical health advice portion of the podcast. Going to switch to the financial health 
where I always talk about Bitcoin. Uh, today, I'll just do a quick Bitcoin update by going to bitbo.io and then we're going to talk about a couple of news stories that happened last week that might be interesting that probably you might not have heard of. But uh, going to bitbo.io, we're sitting on block height 804,576. Price of one Bitcoin is trading at 26,454 US dollars. So one US dollar will buy you 3,780 Satoshis. Satoshis are like the cents equivalent in dollars. You got one dollar that subdivides into 100 cents. Same thing with Bitcoin. It subdivides into not 100, but 100 million Satoshis or Sats for short. By the way, if you want to support the podcast, you can listen to you can listen to it through a podcasting 2.0 app such as Fountain or Breeze, spelled B-R-E-E-Z, or Podverse. And these podcasting apps are just like the regular podcast apps, except they have like a Bitcoin wallet as part of the app, which you can use to send small amounts of Bitcoin, less than a dollar, less than a few cents, um, to the podcaster you listen to. So if you're enjoying the podcast, consider switching to one of those podcast apps. And if you don't have any Bitcoin, don't sweat it. Reach out to me, email, and I'll send you some Bitcoin. Uh, it's no no big deal. I've done it to some friends already. Happy to send you if you want to have some in your podcast wallet and play around with it. Happy to send you some Bitcoin. So email me jmartfit at substack.com or reach out on social media at jmartfit. So yeah, what are the couple of stories I want to talk about? Well, the first one is an international story. So in Argentina, they're going to have elections in October. And there's this guy who's an interesting guy who the media seems to not really like, who has won the primary election. So he's got a good chance to win the final election, I guess, in October. So I found this article from August 14th in The Guardian. Uh, The title of it is Far-Right Outsider Takes Shock Lead in Argentina Primary Election. So you can tell they already don't like him, right? Far-Right Outsider. That's how they're labeling him. I just picked out some of the interesting parts from the article that I'll read out. In a surprise result that has appended Argentina's political universe, the libertarian candidate. Hmm, I like that he's libertarian. The libertarian candidate Javier Millet took 30% of the vote on Sunday with his Liberty Advances Party. It's interesting how only 30% of the vote can give you, like, first place. I guess that's what's happening here in Canada, too. Anyway, later on in the article, it says Millet, who's 52 years old, <clears throat> has a wiry mane of unkempt hair and struts like a rock star during his fiery campaign appearances. He has described himself as anti-abortion and claims that global heating is a socialist lie. Whoa. So the picture of him, I found a couple pictures of him. He actually does have some crazy hair. (laughs) Not watched any videos of him, so I don't know if he actually struts like a rock star, but um, it's weird wording how they've written how he claims that global heating is a socialist lie. (laughs) Usually they call it global warming. The article in The Guardian says global heating, whatever, it doesn't matter. But um, anyway, moving on, he says, or the article says that he says students in Argentina's free public education system are hostages of a system of state indoctrination and has promised 
to abolish sex education in schools. Uh, definitely can get behind that. Some of the sex education shit that's going on in schools is not the best. So if he wants to get rid of that, probably could get behind that. Uh, and then just want, inc- wanted to include this last little bit because it really shows the uh, kind of character assassination of him, how much they really don't like him. They say he shot to daytime TV fame a few years ago as a brash economist and a tantric sex coach. <laughs> <laughs> He became popular because he was a tantric sex coach who spoke openly about his preference for threesomes. Okay. Wow. He prefers threesomes, eh? Interesting. Good for him. Assuming him wall-to-wall appearances on talk shows. Okay. So he's just saying some crazy shit. So he's pulling a Donald Trump moves and just crazy, saying crazy stuff. And TV shows are asking him to come on to do an interview. And he just became famous. And then he turned his notoriety into a political career and was elected to the lower house of Congress in 2021 after founding Liberty Advances. Nice. So he made his own political party, got elected. Now he's going to, he's leading the race, I guess, to become Argentina's um, um, president, I guess, to have. Anyway, but the reason why this is interesting is because of from a, I guess, Bitcoiner perspective, if we were to take that lens to look at this article through, um, clearly they don't like him. Why don't they like him? Um, Well, there's this other article from Bloomberg, which I was not able to fully read because um, it's like paid off or or not paid off. It's uh, walled off and you have to access it with payment. Um, But I could read the... Uh, the title and the first couple sentences of the article and the title and this one's from august 16th again last year last week uh, the title from the bloomberg article is argentina's argentina's Millet vows to pay country's debt while shuttering the central bank shuttering this is really bad copy shutting down maybe the central bank Anyway, the first sentence said that Argentina's leading presidential candidate, Javier Millet, pledged to close the nation's central bank while saying he would make every effort to avoid a default on the country's sovereign debt if he wins the October vote. Yeah, so Argentina's definitely default, defaulted on its debt many a time, I think three times already. They've never like paid off a 30-year uh, bond that they've taken out. Just every time they default and restructure the debt. <laughs> But so somehow he's claiming that he's going to be able to pay this back. But what he wants to do really is shut down the country's central bank. And that's really the the central bank control controls fiat money, right? And that is the root of the majority of problems from a, from a Bitcoiner's point of view. Uh, the fact that people accept um, fiat money and there's no uh, alternative available well there is an alternative right bitcoin and i think kind of um obliquely just like not really as part of his main platform but he has been uh fairly positive with regards to bitcoin it's not really a main part of his platform like i already said but in addition to being you know positive towards bitcoin going out and saying that he wants to shut down the central bank of Argentina, that's a huge thing. So if this guy wins and actually follows through with what he's promising, which is a big if, as we know, most politicians just make promises and don't deliver on anything. But Argentina is one of the biggest countries in South America, and that could be a big kind of example for the rest of the countries in that region for what is possible and what they can do to take 
their future into their own hands, into their own hands and, um, yeah, blaze through a path forward. So that's interesting. We'll see what happens in the August vote. And then the second story that I wanted to talk about was on August 17th, I found a CNN article titled China's Evergrande Files for Bankruptcy. So Evergrande is, um, it says the Evergrande Group is the country's, or once, maybe not currently anymore, once the country's second largest property developer, it filed for bankruptcy in New York on Thursday. China's real estate sector has long been has long been seen as a vital growth engine in the world's second largest economy, in China that is, and it's accounted for much of its 30% of the country's GDP, gross domestic product. But Evergrande's 2021 default, so in two years ago, I remember, they did default and they sent shockwaves through China's property markets, damaging homeowners and broader financial systems in the country. I remember at the time it was like... Um, um, coincided with a price crash in Bitcoin. Um, people were speculating that there was some sort of um, um, connection between the two. It's funny, kind of sound, kind of happened again this time, right? Because uh, uh, Evergrande uh, filed for bankruptcy, and Bitcoin had a bit of like a I think nine ten percent uh, drop in price, and went down from the thirty k mark to down. Now it's hovering around twenty six, twenty seven. But anyway, so. This company, Evergrande, they've struggled to pay off their loans after officially defaulting on the debt in late 2021. This is how much debt they've got. The properties, the property company's debt load reached, reached 2.47 trillion yuan or 340 billion US dollars. That's a ton of money. By the end of the last year, that's how much debt they had they couldn't pay. That's roughly 2% of China's entire gross domestic product. Yeah, and so why this is important is because this is a huge company that's property company that's uh, right going bankrupt. And while this is what they're saying is this is like sending you know um, shockwaves through China's property markets and the broader financial markets in the country, this is actually a, an international thing because a lot of international entities are highly invested in this Evergrande um, property developer company. So. Whatever this company's like liabilities are, they're assets to a bunch of these international entities. But if Evergrande is bankrupt, and you know all these assets that they, these international entities think they have, they actually don't. They've disappeared. There's nothing there. So this could be part of like a whole. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Contagion event. Right, financial contagion, right? Where there's like basically there's a spread of this crisis from one market to another or even from one region to another, right? If there's a lot of international entities involved with this Evergrande company, um, you know, if these companies thought they had all this money coming from Evergrande and now they don't, perhaps they become, um, they become bankrupt also. So a lot of things could unfold from this. Let's see what happens. We'll keep an eye on it. Anyway, I don't have any financial advice this week other than, you know, follow these news stories and also just learn about Bitcoin, just generally speaking. With that said, we've come to the end of the podcast. Again, thank you so much for joining me this week. I appreciate you all. Please leave a comment and send me a message at jmartfit at substack.com. 
You can also reach me through social media. I'm also on Noster. All the links are in the description. Love you all. Have a good week. Stay active. Be grateful. Jmart out.